Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. So, excellent. I'm glad all y'all are here. I, I, I feel like a little spinal decompression. Like we've been talking about like prana this month and having more vital energy in our body. One of the things we could do is like this decompress the spine. So start in supta or let's go let's go with seated let's go with seated bhadakanasana so just get yourself to a comfortable uh, distance of heels to sitting bones in that so you may have the heels tucked way back and that's really comfortable for you or you might extend the legs forward just find somewhere that's comfortable because not the bhadakanasana we're going to work with we're going to be working with the spine so the key here First of all, for the teacher to slow down. <laughs> and second, that you're able to press your sitting bones down and lift tall through your spine. Right? So uh, moving your legs can help that in terms of if they're too close, a lot of us end up rounding. When they're far enough away, we can sit pretty tall. That's what we're going for. Hands then to your shins, near your ankles, but near is relative. And we take a little cat pose here, uh, rounding your back and kind of hang off the shin bones, chin tucks in. Then we're going to take cow pose. You're going to press your shin bones back, draw your spine and your heart up. Elongation and lift. And reversing that into this cat pose where you pull your navel towards your spine and your ribs press toward the back wall. Inhale, cow pose, spine in. Nice. Take a few of those, working them with breath pace. You could close your eyes to become more aware of what you're feeling. So when we're talking about decompression. What we're talking about is just moving in ways that allow space between the vertebrae for your discs to take their, their natural kind of vibrant plumpness of discs, those, those cushioning pads between the vertebrae. Make space for them through movement and noticing how we're kind of working with that movement. So nothing too pinched or sharp rather than having a lot of movement at one area of the spine looking to lengthen the whole thing and have a little bit of movement throughout, creating that back bend in the round. One more round. I'm gonna transition this into a little rib rolling. So not Rick rolling, rib rolling. You're gonna roll your rib cage, uh, for those of you that remember the cabbage patch, the cabbage patch dance, but it's circling the rib cage around. Keep the hands where they are or somewhere that's comfortable for you. Just let a few turns of a clockwise action and the counterclockwise action. Good. Super. Reverse that one more time if you've got clockwise, do a little counterclockwise and even it up. Last turning of it. It's it's not like super important to be absolutely the same number, but some of us it is. So you do you. 
back to center and then release the hands. Just let them rest on inner thighs or quadricep muscles. Sit tall, press up through the back of your head, lift up to the tips of your ears as much if you're being drawn up. So just strong, but the gentle hands holding you up to your full height. Have a breath. I'm going to tuck chin in toward the collarbone. So really be uh, kind of precise with that, that you're going like, like you're trying to set your chin in that notch between your collarbones. There's your sternum down between, down uh, above, in front of your heart, right? But instead you're up here, it's a notch. Chin's tucked really closely in. Just do a little half circle of the head. Continue to lift your sternum toward your face. And then back at center, pause. Hands to the back of your head. Go to the base of your skull. Find those two uh, knobbly bits out there. Uh, we all have them to some degree or the other, right behind your earlobes. Use your hands to upright your head. The hands behind the head like this. You can give yourself a little shampooing or press the head back into the fingertips, fingertips into the head. A little stretch of the chest. Heart lifts good. Release that downward, take fingertips to the floor beside us. Press your fingertips down, lift up through center of your chest, back of the head. Just slide your right hand out on the floor, left arm up. Side bend. Right, and enjoy this, but then uh, I'm going to bring some, some length to it. Press your fingertips down to the floor. Feel that lift your sternum. And then sternum to collarbone to arm bones. That's a, a connection to the body. Lift your sternum up through your arm bones, through your fingertips. So from your sternum, you're, you're pressing outward. And then slowly back into center, pause, both sets of fingertips to the floor. Press down, lift the back of your head, tips of your ears. Then slide the left hand out, right arm up. And again, a few moments, just enjoy the side bend. I mean, keep enjoying the side bend. But then straighten the arm up there and you know, press the left fingertips in the floor. Get that you know, lightness in the center of your chest by rooting down. And then imagining sternum pressing the collarbone, collarbone pressing the arm bones, arm bones pressing the finger bones up. And then slowly back to center. Nicely done. Maybe shoulder shrugs, maybe a couple of those. With your exhale, whatever needs to go, whatever's been kind of brought to the surface in this moment, shrug it off. You make your way over into child's pose and we'll begin again. So taking with you to child's pose, the sensations that we've just been working with. And there's your traditional child's pose or, or actually, Let's go back. There's your default child's pose, which is perfect and fine. Right? One of our, our most important parts of child's pose is that you're comfortable here. But then there's also the, the traditional child's pose that has to do with lengthening the spine. So we're going to walk the knees in, unless you just had like a big breakfast burrito or bowl of oatmeal or something. Walk your knees in and lay your body on top of your legs. And then when you bring your head to the floor, give attention to the back of your neck. So we, we don't really want the forehead center on the mat. It's 
for most of us. Usually it's up near uh, the hairline or what was the hairline at one point, um, or even toward the top of the head. In this particular situation, chin is a little tucked so that you've got this kind of congruent curve from tailbone to the back of your head. Right? One kind of elongated flexion of the spine. Arms are at your sides here, if possible, right? and they just get heavy toward the floor, increasing the space in the upper back. This being said, this is maybe a claustrophobic position or something that's not really uh, comfortable for knees, etc. Feel free to go back to your, your natural inclination. But one thing that can happen in child's pose is when we have our knees wide apart and the forehead center plastered to the mat, we can end up doing a little tech neck unbeknownst to us. Uh, so being a little more conscious of how the neck is functioning in child's pose, um, even though it may feel good to just splatter down on the mat, uh, you may want to even bring that into your awareness. Come on up. Next inhale to hands and knees. We're going to walk the hands forward and uh, thumbs touching up front. We'll walk the knees back, sit the hips back and up toward puppy pose. And then uh, for puppy pose, some of us will really, uh, the shoulders don't, don't love this particular variation. Take your hands a little wider. For all of us, press the hands down, really pushing the floor away as you lengthen back. Breath in and breath out. You're going to walk the hands over to the left and keep the hips pretty centered. Keep both arms up. One might want to go down. Instead, press both hands down. Arms might get shaky. Head lines up between the arms. Send your hips back. If your chest feels comfortable dropping through, you can do that. Keep the arms buoyant. A lot of shoulder work there. Undo that. Come on back through center to the right side. Same thing. Palms just flat down into the mat. Arms buoyant. Chest can drop if that's comfortable for you. Send the hips back. Come back to center. And sit back to child's pose once more. You can tuck in. You can go wide. If you're going with the wide knee or the uh, arms in front, check in with the back of your neck. Be sure that's uh, in good formation with itself. And on an inhale up again to hands and knees. And we're going to walk knees back and come into a little untraditional, non-traditional up dog. So rock your hips forward. And as you do, press your palms straight down, really push them out down. Bend your elbows, a little micro bend. Draw your abdominals in. And as you bend the elbows, pull the hands back and the arm bones back. So non-traditional, but for most of us, we're going to get upper back work. We're going to feel this pose kind of muscularly rather than uh, kind of swaying out in the low back. So hands down, pull them back, chest forward and up, back of your neck long, and then press back 
tuck your toes, down dog, empty. So we'll go again, moving forward into a high plank. You could go knees up or down, but we're going to go directly into up dog, knees up or down. Slight little tiny bend in the elbows, almost imperceptible. It's going to be able to help you pull the head of the arm bones back. Abdominals in, heart up. You'll work in your core and in your upper back. Then exhale, release back. So you don't have to do it that way. It is a nice way to engage more, particularly if you've done 575 million up dogs in your life. Look forward to your hands. I'm going to walk forward into halfway lift. Take your time. And then into your hip, fold down, and let your head drop heavy. And again, tuck the chin up toward that notch in your collarbones. Let the back of your neck lengthen and turn your head gently side to side. Release your hands and bring your thumbs to the base of your big toe. Just a little pressure there, not anything hard. We're not trying to massage anything. You're just locating base of your big toe and feeling the ball, the big toe on the mat. That's what we're, we're going for. As you feel the rooting down through the ball, the big toe. Then take the thumb to the base of the baby toe. Press there and feel the ball, the baby toe. Uh, you might move the Thumb in a little bit if you're not really feeling it at the edge. We're all a little differently shaped there. And then take your hands behind your heels if that's a thing for you. Hold your heels, press the heels down. So like lobster claw on your heels. So your feet are really firmly attached to the floor. Pull your inner ankle bones up. Feel inner calf, inner thigh muscle, pelvic floor muscle lifting up. Draw your navel up towards your spine. Your gaze is at your center line. You're going to roll up to standing. Keep your feet pressing down. Really feel those three points. Really feel the, the lift of the leg muscle. And then float your arms up overhead. All right, so right now, it's like your arms are stacked on your collarbones. There's not much that your arms are, are participating in. They're just kind of being well balanced up there. Give yourself a moment to pull your heart up. Then tips of the ears up, back of the head up. So you go from your feet to the crown of your head, elongating. Then you squeeze muscle to bone in your arms, fan your hands, like you're pulling your fingers away from your hands, hands away from the wrists, wrists away from the forearms. Right? Arms reach, shoulder blades lift and broaden, breath in. Then keep that element of lift through the body from feet to head, but bring hands to heart center. Press palm into palm. And with the pressure of the palms together, take the back of your skull up and back. So you've got this kind of connection of, of those two actions, helping to pull you tall and upright. Breath in. Keeping this breath out through your mouth. Let your lips close gently. And on an inhale, we'll reach up from feet to fingers, extend, accentuate that reach, back of the head up to 
Then exhale, fold forward, bend at your knees, send your hips back. Good. Lengthen down your legs. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Take your hands to your shins. Press the hands back. Pull your heart in the back of your head forward. We're going to bow again, lengthening down your legs. You're thinking like, get your abdominals as long as they go, chest as long as it goes. Then release your shoulders, neck, and head. Press your feet down all three points. Then rise up to standing. Arms stack, then squeeze and reach. Back of your neck long. Exhale, fold. Hinge at your hip. Lengthen down. Good. Now again, with that half lift, hands to the shins action, you press the shin bones back. Pull the shoulder blades back. Pull the back of your head, tips of your ears forward. Keep that. Plant your hands, step back. High or low push up. And up dog, you choose. If you like a little micro bend action with the arm bones pulling back to activate, you do that. Exhale, downward facing dog. Empty and give a little float of your chest forward to elongate front body. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Squeeze your legs. Lift your heart. Squeeze your arms. Fan your fingers. Then exhale. We'll fold. Take the time to lengthen your front body down your legs. Lengthen the back of your neck. Hands to your shins. We're going to work for that elongation. Front body, back body, top of the head, forward. Lance your hands, step back, high or low, push up. Breathe in, up dog, option for that little pull back. Down dog, breathe all the way out. What's important there is that the abdominals stay relative, or rather firm, not tight, but firm. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Top of the mat, breathe in. Lift halfway. Lengthen. Press your hands into your shins. Heart forward. Exhale. Use that length. Down the legs. Full release at the bottom. One more. Move to standing. Rise up. Squeeze your legs. Squeeze your arms. Span your fingers. Span your toes out. Check that out. And exhale. Bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high to low. Upward dog, so legs firm, lower abdominals firm. It supports the low back and the upper arm bones back, head up. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause here. Breathe in. Lengthen your front body, float the chest forward, press your hands straight down into the mat so you can feel the tricep engagement there. Turn your right toes to the diagonal, bend your left knee. Continue on with this hands pressing down, body lengthening action. Rather than twisting or turning the body to the side, traction out, hip crease up, heart forward toward the thumbs. Breath in breath out. Then undo that. Come back to center. Feet parallel. 
and we'll go other side. Turn your left toes to the diagonal. Bend your right knee. Press your hands down. Also forward, but get the down action, sealing the palms to the mat, to the triceps. And then body at center, navel in, heart forward toward your thumbs. You're elongating, decompressing there. A lot of us will tend to either round or splay in the ribcage and down dog a little bit. Take that out, lengthen both the front and the back of your body. Send the hip crease up and back. Good. Then undo that. Feet parallel. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold forward. We're going to take thumbs to hip crease here. And you're going to sit your hips back. Ukatasana. Hands stay down. Pull your sternum up away from the hip crease. Bow forward. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in, lift halfway, hands on your shins. Use that press back technique to draw your heart forward, back of the head forward. And plant your hands, step back, high or low step. Breathe in, upward facing dog. This is called how to make your up dog feel more like cobra on steroids. Down dog, breathe all the way out. And step your right foot forward. Coming to warrior one with hands at hips. Pull your chest up away from the hips. Keep them there. We're going to walk into warrior two. Get the hips deep, the legs. So uh, keeping the hands at your hips. Press your hips down. Yeah, it's okay if you forgot where your hips were. Heart up, back of the head up. Front toes point straight ahead. Then press into your front foot, straighten the leg. Tip at the hip. We're going to take right hand to the right shin. You can keep a little soft bend in the knee there, but press the shin bone back as you press your heart forward. Right, so feet down, all three points of each foot, work in the mat. Hand pressing your shin bone, helping draw the heart forward. Take your left arm up to a cactus. Pull the elbow toward the back wall. Or hand behind your head. Press your head back into your hand. Lengthen the back of your neck. So it's like thumb catches the base of the skull, pulls it forward. Good. Bend your front knee. Come up through reverse warrior. Do that same thing where it's like sternum presses up through the arm bone, up through the fingertips, moving from heart center up. Good. Through warrior two. Hands to the mat. Step back. Down dog or high to low push up. With that up dog, you might add that little bit of hands pull back. Down dog, breathe all the way out, empty here. We're going to step left foot forward, hands to hips. We come up, we're going to do this decompression work where you're pressing the hips down and lifting the heart up. Keep that work going as you transition to warrior two. Turn your chest all the way to the side. Good, so hands are still on your hips. It's okay if you got a default, but it's time to let go. Straighten your front leg, press into your feet, into the triangle, hand to the shin. This is probably not anyone's default, but it's the action of hand pressing back like we have in half lift. Maybe helpful 
a little soft bend in the knee. Right arm up like cactus, pull the elbow back. So you're pulling shoulder blades back, heart forward on both arms. And then come behind the head. Get this going behind your head. Get your thumb uh, to the base of the skull. Use that to lengthen you out. Press the head back into the hand. Good. Breath here. And then back up through warrior two. Left arm goes up. You're going to work that side bend, pressing up. Sternum, arm bones, fingertips. And then up through warrior two. Hands to the mat. Step back. High to low push up. Last one I'll bother you with today. Upward facing dog. Squeeze your legs, draw your abdominals in. That slight bend can get you to pull the arm bones back. And down dog. Breathe all the way out. We're going to look through the hands. Walker hop to seated. Come on down to your back for bridge. Go for it with just breath pace. Like no hurry, no hesitating. And lift your heels. All right, so pop the heels up. If that's not for you, no big deal. But it's a, a way of giving you more space for lengthening your spine may allow you to draw your arm bones underneath you more, right? Imagine there's a block between your knees, though. Like, really be sure your knees are kind of hugging in. It doesn't have to be a tight hug, but it, the action is there, right? And back of the head down, arm bones down, breathe in. And then exhale, slowly release down. Take your time. Pause when you get there. Breath in and breath out. I'm just gonna keep this elongation work going. Take uh, your arms out behind you and your legs out in front of you. And you're gonna have banana pose. So all the limbs over to the right. Just take take all your Take all your hands and feet over to the right of that. And you got a curve like banana. And then you're going to take your right hand around your left wrist and draw long. Then right foot over the left ankle. Right, so that you have the left side anchored down by the right foot. And then the left arm helped along by the right hand. Sacrum level to the mat. So they'll be at a pull toward the right. See if you can keep the left hip down. And breath in. And breath out. Release this slowly. Undo it. Take everything over to your left side. All the hands and feet over there to the, the corners of the mat. Then catch hold of the right wrist with the left hand and cross the left ankle over the right. So you're holding the right foot to the floor and then elongating through your right side. Right hip presses down. So you'll notice the left side of the sacrum might, might get heavier than the right. But you won't let that happen. You roll back into the right side. That's going to elongate the right side more than letting it tip up and over. So to get the most out of this, right hip down, 
right arm lengthens and then undo it back to center. Take a moment, have a breath. Happy baby. Bring your knees in out to the sides. Hold mid shin to start off with and unroll your spine so that your sacrum is flat on the floor. Make it really easy to get your sacrum flat, like all the way to the tailbone is flat on your mat. Uh, so that again, we're not uh, we're not rounding anywhere in the spine. You're you're elongating. It's like you're rolling out your yoga mat on the floor from your head all the way to your tailbone. Right. And then add pressure of the hands down and out to the side, so that you've got leg bones moving out to the side, sacrum completely level. We don't want to be curled up in the tailbone. We don't want to be rounded in the low back. Uh, particularly not after we just spent 30 minutes trying to decompress, right? Even if it lets you grab your feet, right? Uh, grabbing your feet is a different goal than elongating your spine. Breath here. And empty it out, release slowly. You can take Shavasana directly or any finishing poses you have need of on the way. Stay lengthened. Enjoy. When you're ready to move again, and start with your fingers and toes. Roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Big shoulder shrug here as you arrive. Back of your head, lift up and back. The center of your chest, lift up. As if it were a light shining towards your face. In that warmth, the mask of your face softens. You have a breath. We'll bring hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. Super great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Well done. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Everybody drink water. Drink tons of water. Keep those discs plumped up. Hydration.
and thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.